Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror's Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing the newest entry into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, directed by David Blue Garcia, starring Elsie Fisher, Sarah Yarkin, Nell Hudson, Jacob Lattimore, and Mark Burnham as Leatherface. I'm going to be doing this episode a bit differently, and instead of going through the plot layout, I'm going to talk about things I liked about the film and things I didn't like so much. So there will be spoilers in this episode, so if you haven't watched the movie on Netflix yet, dip out now. For a brief summary of the film, after nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. I'm going to take a quick musical break, and then I'll go into my discussion on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's talk about the intro. Rehashing the events of the first film, seeing group pictures, newspaper articles, and hearing the news report of the killings. This was a different rendition than the typical, based on true events narration we've seen in past films. It wasn't like overextensive, plus it was a good way for people who hadn't seen the original get caught up. In an interview, writer Fede Alvarez was asked if the movie would disregard the original sequels, and he said yes and no which it didn't acknowledge them at all in the film, so no, they didn't necessarily say they didn't happen, but without mentioning later on, like killings, it's assumed that they didn't happen. So overall, a solid introduction for a film with the same name of the original, which has become a trend among films such as Halloween, Candyman, and Scream. They want to reintroduce uh, these iconic killers and films to a new audience that doesn't have to necessarily go back and watch the previous films to be all caught up on the story. So something I feel very strongly on with this movie is how unlikable these characters are. Literally, the only characters I enjoyed were Leatherface himself and Richter, the mechanic. Our main group consisted of four, which was Lila, who we'll call our final girl, Melody, her older, confrontational sister, Dante, who comes across pretty neutral, doesn't really do anything to upset the audience. He's just a chef with Melody who bought the town. Then finally, there's Ruth, who did absolutely nothing wrong, perhaps due to her short amount of time in the film, but was the first death of the group. She even wanted to ride with the older woman to the hospital in hopes that she would be okay. From the get-go, Melody pissed me off. The way she unsolicitedly addressed Richter for driving a truck and having a gun in Texas where they're not from. He stood his ground and came across aggressive when he sped past them on the road, but aside from that, he was nothing but like a patient character. They arrived into town and realized that he was the one they hired to renovate the buildings and he was only respectful from there on out. Then when uh, it came time to act, he tried his best to fight, but his screen time was cut short. But you know whose screen time wasn't cut short? Melody. She was there the whole movie, which really upset me. I was really hoping she'd be like the first one to go. She just wasn't a likable character at all. She was, like I already mentioned, the confrontation part of it. But just uh, how she reacted in every single situation, whether it was the stress of the old woman whenever she was getting sick, or then whenever they find out that they didn't even have the deed for her building, it was all just so annoying how every situation she just kept getting out of. And I was so happy with the ending, with what happened. But man, man, <laughs> I just wanted her character to be the first one gone, especially out of those four. 
but that's just uh between her and then the people on the bus which again I'm glad they also met their own demise just was there were so many people in this movie that I just really didn't like and that's not really good for a movie you want to enjoy like you want to root for the characters not just like I understand an iconic bad guy you kind of grow to like them but at the same time like these were just bad characters from the get-go Skip forward to Sally, the returning final girl from the original, played by a different actress, which the Jamie Lee Curtis of the film. She wants revenge on Leatherface and has been looking for him for almost 50 years. Side note, once she heard Ruth's cries on the radio, she acted and was in town by night. So 50 years, he was in driving distance to her. She became a sheriff marshal because of this man, but could never find him. That's just very ridiculous, <laughs> very far-fetched, and just stupid. I know they addressed it in the beginning whenever um, Lila, I believe it was, asked the gentleman at the convenience store if she ever found him. And he said she didn't know what he looked like because he wore a mask. It, I feel like it just could have happened in 50 years. But anyway, also once they showed her in her barn, we didn't see her again for quite some time. So by the time we actually saw her again, I'd forgotten that her character was even part of the story rather than the main group of four. Later on, she would be aiming a shotgun directly at Leatherface and not take the shot because he didn't even acknowledge her. I don't know if that was an action of her being uncertain if it were him because she had never seen his true face, but he was wearing a mask made out of human skin. It just seemed like a really weak character for her trying to be like this vengeful archetype. Then worst of all, she was hoisted into the air with a revving chainsaw for an extended time and then thrown just to remain alive long enough to shoot at Leatherface and to speak to Lila before actually dying. Like, I loved seeing her hoisted up. Like, that was such a good shot. It's so gruesome. But then plainly, the fact that she stayed alive for like five to ten more minutes in movie time, just, uh, just to save the two girls that I didn't even care to keep alive. Sally's character was just a waste. And like I said, she was the Jamie Lee Curtis of the film, which just a blunt ripoff of Halloween 2018 but Sally in the original she it didn't even feel like she was the main girl until she was the last one left it was just like cutting off the fat and she just happened to be the last one it's not like she had a great personality like written for her at the time because that movie it is what it is it's a great movie but that entire group of characters they felt very much like a Scooby-Doo gang back then so then like seeing Sally even in the trailer I was like well that's kind of weird but cool and then the way she was just portrayed in this movie like, she was supposed to be the vengeful archetype she became a sheriff marshal and then she finally gets to see Leatherface and she doesn't act she like cowers even because she's like oh you forgot me or you don't remember me <laughs> I don't know it's a complicated character but I just felt like she was written very poorly for what they were trying to do with her the other two of our main four, which were the first two in that group to die, Dante and Ruth. They're both very underdeveloped. I felt no attachment to any characters in this movie, except for Leatherface, honestly, which the scene with Ruth in the van seeking help on the radio, then pretending to be dead while Leatherface was outside, cutting off the old woman's face. Like, that was great. That was a very tense scene. Then witness the bashing of the second cop's skull. Awesome. Her death came across a bit rushed, being stabbed in the stomach, and she just was immediately dead, 
which you might argue that might not be the case and might not happen that fast, but he did drag the uh, glass from one side to the other of her abdomen. Um, Dante, on the other hand, seemed like he should have been dead on impact, but he regained consciousness and were able to see his mutilated face uh, revealed before his own demise with his exposed jaw, which very graphic. Even though when he was getting bashed in, like there was a door in the way, so it's kind of like an odd shot. I still liked it, it as tense because um, Melody was hiding in the other room and under the bed. But the uh, exposed jaw it reminded me of Olivia's fate in the Evil Dead remake, which was directed by Fetty Alvarez, who produced and helped write this film. So I don't know. It'd be funny if like that was a recurring theme in his movies. But yeah, Ruth really just was an innocent character. <laughs> like again, maybe it's because she didn't have much screen time. But I, I. She's like the only character I really felt bad for dying because she just was kind of there supporting uh, her boyfriend and her friends. Lila, who seems to be our focal point character, even though she probably gets the least amount of screen time when it comes to her sister and Leatherface. Um, she was not as much an interesting character. I felt they alluded to too many things only to not deliver more information on them. We see that she was a survivor of a school shooting, yet she's interested in Richter's gun enough to hold and aim it before she has her flashback. And her sister Melody tells Lila that she has to stay with her and that her dad won't take care of her, nor can she take care of herself. Then when she was found around Richter, Melody accused Lila of having sex with him. What? Like, where's that, where's that even come from? I don't care enough about these characters to want more explanation, but I don't understand that they half-ass hinted things that had nothing to do with the story, especially when the characters aren't even likable to begin with. I would have rather had interesting characters who I want to root for, aka Aaron, played by Jessica Biel in the 2003 remake, but this story didn't deliver those kinds of characters at all. It's just, again, it blows my mind, because you have to have at least one, at least one character that you actually want to succeed or last, while, like, all four of these, I was like, these four characters could have been killed in the first, like, half an hour, and then more characters could have come to replace them, and I would have been fine with it. I really just don't understand that angle at all. I don't know if that's something they really wanted to do on purpose with the whole topic of gentrifying and influencing, but it was a very odd decision, regardless of if that were what they intended or not. In a location standpoint... I feel like it was a missed opportunity to take advantage of the dead sunflower field. They used it in the trailer. That's where the crash took place and Sally discovered the damasked body. But the thought of a chase scene in such a like setting sounds perfect. Imagine a wounded Ruth running for her life to the sound of a nearby chainsaw falling behind. That would have been great tension. Then whenever it came to the city, there were literally only two buildings that were used, the orphanage and the theater. The theater was a nice semi-final scene that clearly could have been a game of cat and mouse. Like everyone could have been running around. There could have been different settings. They could have been hiding and just knowing that Leatherface was near. Instead, whenever he was in town, he was basically just in his room. Um, the major point of this entire story was that they bought the town. So why not utilize it and show it off for what it could have been? But this brings me to the best part of this film, Leatherface. His costume design was sick, and all of his kills were as gruesome as I'd hoped they'd be. 
This film is only an hour and 20 minutes, but I felt like we got to see him quite a bit of the runtime, and he really never disappointed. Well, aside from the time that he didn't kill Sally in his room, but he got there eventually, thank God. From his graphic first kill in the van to the bus massacre scene, running at Sally from the alleyway to the final grab at Melody and swiftly cutting her head off of, the, of the, her body, I just wanted more of him. Like, I really liked this um, incarnation of Leatherface. I thought they did a good job with, again, how he looked, how he moved, because he was just violent, brutal, and whenever, uh, there's just something about these slashers whenever they run out of character, especially wielding a revved-up chainsaw. So I hope that whenever they move on with this story, if they move on with this story, that they will go with this Leatherface with the same actor and everything, similar costume design. I think that'd be a really good decision. I do think this was a well-shot movie. The lighting and set looked great, whether it be in the streets, the field, or in the dark old buildings. It felt like a horror film. The blood and gore kept me excited to keep watching. For its forgettable slash unlikable characters, I consider this more of a popcorn movie. Nothing too impressive story-wise, just a fun watch for fans of the horror icon himself. I think this was an odd and not-so-original attempt of a plot regarding a returning final girl, Sally, or the commentary on influencers and gentrification. Uh, Halloween in 2018 and Candyman 2021 did it better. But hey, if you already have Netflix, just tell yourself the movie is basically free to watch. For the love of Leatherface, I do hope they make a sequel, but without Lila or anyone else that has to do with any of the past films in any way. I just want to see a young group of travelers that I actually like be terrorized by Leatherface in the deep land of Texas. I want to give this film a three... But for its shortcomings, I'm going to have to go with a 2.5 out of 5. I had such high hopes for this movie, but overall, I was disappointed with what the story was that we got. But I've watched this film twice now, and sometimes I just have it on in the background. It's an enjoyable film, but there are a lot of shortcomings, and I really hope that they just learn from it. So, Do you agree with my thoughts on the film? Did you like or dislike this story? Follow me and send me a message on Instagram at, at Horrors Home and like the Horrors Home Facebook page. Also, be sure to rate my podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It would mean a lot and it helps it pop up for others to check out. My name's Tyler, and until next time, thanks for listening.